the Death Star. That thing's operational. Dr. Banner. Now might be a really good time for you to get angry. That's my secret, Captain. I'm always angry. Hello and welcome to episode 120 of the Usual Podcast. Podcast we discuss Star Wars The Old Republic, the Star Wars franchise, and geek and pop culture. I'm your host, Marshall. And with me for 120 freaking episodes is my co-host, Will. Say what's up, buddy. How you doing? More like 140, but... Yeah, yeah. we've done a lot more than that. Dude, but here we are. Almost three years. It'll be three years in a couple of weeks. Three years in January, my friend. Three years! Going strong. We have missed a few weeks here and there, but we're, we've been as consistent as we can be. For know? old guys. Look, we're getting up there, buddy. <laughs> well, I'm getting up there. You, you still haven't hit 40. Thank God. I'm okay. On, I'm on the north side of 42 now. Happy yeah. birthday, by the way. Yes, I had my birthday last week. Yeah. Anyway. So before we get started, if you have comments or questions, you can find us at theusualpodcast.com. Email us at theusualpodcast at gmail.com. And we are on Facebook, Google+, Pinterest, Instagram, Twitch, and YouTube. I am at Darth Pops on Twitter, and Will is at I am Will Griggs. We're on iTunes, Stitch Radio, Google Play, and all your favorite places to get podcasts. So rate us, like us, and share us, and tell your friends. And, <coughs> excuse me, we have um, a new thing, actually, in our intro. I don't have a sly way to get into it, but... We have merch now. We have merch now, and we're at the uh, teespring.com slash usual podcast. We've got, what, t-shirts, stickers? T-shirts, stickers. Uh, the next couple of weeks, I'm going to try to get some iPhone cases up there with our logo on that. Nice. And, uh... Yeah, so it should be some pretty cool stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's too late for Christmas, but I mean, you know, well, it's... Not, actually, my brother ordered stuff, and he should have gotten it today or yesterday. Maybe it's not too late for Christmas, but here we are. It's Thursday before Christmas, and um, and it's our last show of 2017. It is our last show of 2017. Um, thank you for getting the, the merch up there. That's just one way to support the show. We'll talk about more ways later. Uh, we are deviating from our normal... Uh, format this week we are which is actually kind of interesting because we have we have new lists new uh new viewers tonight if you will some of my family is watching but you know what they say buddy every show is someone's first show absolutely that is true um but this we'll probably never do this again until next year but probably that, that said uh what are we gonna do tonight man yeah well our, our normal format we talk about star wars the old republic we talk about the star wars franchise and we talk about geek and pop culture tonight we're basically just doing two different sections and they're both countdowns and what it is is the first section is going to be uh, our our top five news and uh, important stories of the year, a reverse countdown. These, since they're all important, you can't really rank one more than the other. So we're just sure. going to do five. Uh, but we're, we're the the format's kind of cool, and I got this uh, inspiration from my from my sister Donna. Is uh, we're going to be doing back and forth uh, as we go, and neither one of us know what's on the other person's list. Yeah. I, I had actually more fun. You, you're the list guy, dude. I am a list. Um, I'm not a list guy, but I actually had a lot more fun putting this list together than I thought I would. Yeah, the the really fun one is going to be the second part, which is a top ten, and these are actually ranked, and it's going to be a reverse countdown of our top ten media things. So it could be, um, it's not. It could be a movie, a TV show, a podcast, a book, an album, song, game. Uh, downloadable content, app, a comic, it does not matter. I made a point of kind of putting a little everything out there except Me except for a couple things we'll just talk about later. Yeah, and uh, it's kind of cool because I think uh, the way that it's going is we kind of have different things on our things. Yeah. Uh, and uh, in the things we do have somewhere are in different places. So. Right. Well, what I also like about the list is it gives us uh, a chance to talk about um, the things we normally talk about. Um, Swotor I know is on both of our lists yes. and we'll talk about it at some point. So I'll throw a couple things in there that have recently come up probably, but, um, but so that'll come up. So if you're used to our normal format, it's not the end of the world, 
Um, this is just kind of a fun way to end the year. This will be our last show of 2017. Yeah, it's not the end of the world. It's just the end of the year. It's the end of the year. And we'll be back next year with a bunch of shenanigans and, and yeah, all that. Yeah, so it's not going to be, a, it's, it's obviously not going to be news heavy, but it's going to no. be retrospective news heavy. And it's, so, about, it's, it's about us, buddy. It is about us. 120 episodes. It's all about us. We're, we're okay. Um, but yeah, let's just get started. Yeah, uh, like I said, the first section is going to be uh, just important news stories. Oh. Um, and I'll start off. Um, my number five. I have my list on my phone. So <laughs> my number five is, uh, it's, I picked tragedy. Okay. Um, there were a incredibly tragic events that happened in musical concerts around the world this year. Mm. Um, and the two that just jump out at you is the, uh, the bombings of the Manchester concert with Ariana Grande. Um, I didn't think you were going music. Okay. And, uh, and then of course the, uh, the, the shootout from the Mandalay Bay at the Jason oh, Aldean sure. concert in Vegas. Yeah. Um, just tragic. Yeah. And it's absolutely horrifying. And, uh, it just, I mean, pop culture is supposed to be, uh, a release from the everyday world. I mean, it's, it's kind of funny. It's like one of those things that are even, um, depression proof and recession proof. Right. Um, my dad tells me stories about when he was growing up in the depression of, uh, you know, one of the things he still did is you went down to the movie theater for a double feature and you yeah. traded comic books. With everybody else, they had a table out in the, in the, the, the lobby and you would, because you couldn't afford new comic books. So you traded them with everybody else that was there and you saw the newsreels and all that stuff. It was one of those things where you still sold more tickets during the depression than you did before or after. Absolutely. Because it was an escape. And when, when the real world infringes on that, it just magnifies the tragedy. Well, and for me, this is why I like what we do every week. This is part of my release from the crazy of my week. I love podcasting. I love talking about this stuff with you, my best friend, obviously. But when this kind of stuff leaks into pop culture, it makes it, I, I hope that geeks and music lovers and stuff like that don't take it as a like, well, now I won't, maybe I, maybe I don't buy that ticket to go see that thing. I know. It's go, I want people to be able to still go and see the thing and, and, and not let the, the actions of these crazy, uh, few. Uh, hinder what we well, do. Well, especially you know? as, as us who go to, you know, quarter million person heavy Comic Con uh-huh. every year. I think about a, it every year. That's a target rich environment mm-hmm. that's just waiting for it. And it's yeah. like, we don't, we don't want that. Yeah. And but also, I'm not going to stop going. Absolutely not. You can't <laughs> because, you know, you just can't give in to the fear. Exactly. Uh, um, so that was my number five. What was your number That was five? a heavy start, man. But that said, uh, my number five is actually the EA Battlefront 2 stuff. Oh, really? Um, that, that was really interesting stuff this year. Which I thought was, uh, which we've talked about on the show a couple of times, but I thought it was a really interesting, um, bottom of the, I mean, if we're not ranking them one to five, yeah, but this, this set we're not, but, um, but the EA stuff was interesting because there was a lot of backlash over Battlefront 2. You and I have our feelings on the, fr- on Battlefront anyway. I mean, we, yeah. Well, I mean, we were lucky enough to try the, the, the beta demo when we were Comic Con three years ago. Sure. Um, but that said, uh, a giant corporation like EA, went back on their loot box. They gave in to consumer. basically pay to win system they had yes. set up. Um, and I mean, you can find this stuff all the internet. I just thought it was a really interesting story in gaming to where the fans said, you know what? This is not what we want in our exactly. game. And someone like EA, who usually just says, yeah, we're going to do it anyway. Yeah. If you I mean, really if you went back. Yeah. On if it. you don't understand how big EA is in gaming, I mean, they're Disney of gaming. They're, they're Apple huge. of gaming. They're huge. And um, so I, I appreciated that um, the people in our communities, the Star Wars community, the gaming community said, you know what? Here's all the things you need. We're not happy with. And they decided to to, to go back and um, they haven't, <coughs> excuse me, they've launched the game. All that stuff happened. But 
they took that system out until it was right. Exactly. So yeah, and that, that they did the exact right thing, and yeah. I and I really like that. And so you know, to offset the the tragedy that you were talking about, actually having a positive come out of not people complaining, but people saying, you know what, this is just not what we want in our Battlefront two. And it was right before Force Awakens. Uh, Last Jedi, excuse me, came out, and um, I think it was I think it was really kind of a pivotal moment in in gaming. So yeah, absolutely. And I, I do want to throw out there really quick: we definitely want to hear from you guys on these topics. So please, sure. yeah. please, 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 chat in the chat room if you want. Put in your two cents. We'll we'll fit you into the conversation. Or two credits if we're talking Star Wars. Okay, <laughs> two credits, absolutely. All right, buddy. What do we um, got? My number four actually is a positive as well. Um, it's charity. Mm. Uh, Extra Life was phenomenal this year, and I have to give a big shout out to to Jesse and Mox and JT and everybody on the Wookie Alliance uh, uh, and uh, usual. Uh, sorry, Wookie Alliance and Unholy Unholy, Unholy Alliance Wookie Mistake. Thank you, but it's that, uh, <laughs> it's wonderful. The, the, all the uh, the stuff I was talking about, how um, um, my sister had a tragic history that that had to they had to deal with Children's Hospital in Seattle. So that's where my money goes every year. Absolutely, is to the Children's Hospital of Seattle, and I was able to raise I think almost fifty dollars this year, nice. which is a lot for me because really I don't put it out there all that much. But you raised I know a couple hundred, right? Yeah, no, I was close to three, I think. Um, and yeah, man, I. Uh, this comes up much later for me in the show, but, uh, extra life is, has really become kind of a special thing for me. And I'll talk more about it later, but, um, I'm glad that we were able to raise money and, and actually being able to give back. And when you tell people, Hey, I'm going to game for a really long time and raise money, people are like, what are you talking about? But we raised, um, after the Charles Boyd, uh, Rogue One viewing, right. we're up to I think almost forty two hundred dollars as a guild. As a guild, that's that's just, that's just our guild. That's yeah. phenomenal. So it's it's amazing. So I'll talk more about that a little bit later. But yes, charity for sure. <laughs> right. Um, uh, your next one. What do I got? Number four. Um, I <laughs> I picked out the uh, sorry. Both of us obviously have a little, little tickle tickle thing going on. But uh, I I put in the director drama of this year. Yeah, I feel like that was a little more prevalent than it's ever been we have the batman issue with affleck right deadpool the 2 deadpool uh the solo film right um, episode where, nine episode nine where and then of course solo and solo and now ron howard finished that out i put that in there just because that's that's a big deal it's something because of social media because of the fluidity of of just how much we know now right. about what's going on with films um and people get latched onto their directors. There's certain directors that we like. And I listen to a lot of podcasts uh, that talk about movies and stuff. You know, some people love Christopher Nolan. Some people hate Christopher Nolan. Um, some people like Ron Howard and the, and vice versa. So w- when, when it comes down to when a franchise loses a director uh, and it's replaced by someone else, that changes people's mindset yeah, about, and, about the film. Well, and not just franchises. When you, when you get um, like uh, Marvel losing Joss Whedon and um, Patty... <clears throat> and Patty Jenkins to mm-hmm. DC, and then uh, it, it's just it it happens. And of course, you know, tragically, what happened with Zack Snyder's daughter is why right. Joss Whedon went over there. Um, but you know, the thing is, this this has always kind of been in the background. I mean, especially during the uh, um, uh, the blacklist scandal back during the uh, the House Un American Activities mm-hmm. Committee, writers and directors were pulled off films mid mid feature, and they were were substituted in too. So, and I think now it's a little bit. It's different than it used to be. I mean, now... Um, well, it's a 24-hour news cycle. Right, exactly. So I, I threw that in there because I felt like we talked a lot about that this year. Um, and depending on where Episode 9 goes 
and you know the next Batman film and all that kind of stuff. Um, we'll kind of see the and and Solo, obviously, absolutely. We'll we'll, we'll see how how all that shakes out. I <clears throat> I have a feeling Solo will come out okay. Um, the other ones I'm a little worried about. So yeah, we'll, we'll see. I'm really, especially with J.J. Abrams, who has a very good history of starting great things. Absolutely. Bad history of finishing things. So we'll see. And I and I and I love J.J. But Dude, um, after seeing Jedi, but after seeing Last Jedi, yeah, Ryan Johnson's a, a master. Yeah, so. so we'll see how it goes. Absolutely. Okay, my number three is uh, is I'm gonna say theme park. Okay. Um, it's not Star Wars Land because that was obviously the huge news of 2015 for me. But we didn't get a lot of news from that. We didn't get year. a lot of news, but the one for me was the uh, the Star Wars Immersion Hotel. And the reason, I thought that's what you were going yeah, for. The okay. The reason why right. I picked this is. You know they're influenced by how incredibly popular Westworld is, mm-hmm. and I know they're hoping they don't get massacres on their hands. Hey, Matt's in there. What's up, dude? So, um, I'm I'm really looking forward to it because this is like a thing where, I mean, Disney's always tried to immerse you in the in the environment. That's why they want you to. I mean, granted, because you get more money out of it, they want you to stay on property. They want you. Yeah. to I mean, my sister could actually talk about this because her and her fiance just went to Disney World, and it was an all in inclusive trip that they did i mean they had fast passes on their everything it was all done ahead of time right right so but from a moment you open you like you get off the uh, airplane and stuff it's like immersive like you're in that environment right and you see space out your window instead of palm trees and and i was trying to find a place for this and we didn't have a lot of news but the hotel thing did stand out to me and i didn't put it on here uh, but i 100 uh, percent agree with you um that immersion for a star wars fan um, it's kind of everything you could ask for. And if they do it Absolutely. right, they it are going to be done right. Not only going to make a, a poop ton of money, but they're really going to be able to offer something to Star Wars fans that, um, that we've never been able to get in the real, in the real, yeah, actually, off, you know, not in the movie theater. Right. Exactly. Longtime listeners, uh, will remember from about a year and a half ago when the news of Star Wars land first hit, um, you and I were talking about, a, a Star Wars hotel that they could do where, like, right. you would have a level that was Hoth. You would have a level that was... <laughs> Dude, we talked about that the very first year, right? Yeah, and I'm like, that would be brilliant. This is an even better idea. Yeah. Well, I mean, oh. look, we're not Imagineers or... Imagine. Right, no, but they listen, obviously. <laughs> yeah, clearly. I see the numbers. They're listening. Yeah. Um, all right, man. So, what what's, what are we at? Am yeah, I, what's your number three? My number three is... Um, I think I think it's probably your number one. Um, but the... the uh, scandals in hollywood just yeah just, well i mean not just hollywood this is this is a pervasive issue all yeah. throughout society it, i mean I we're talking about government we're talking about um hollywood we're talking about ceos we're talking about i mean just the what what i, I don't, it's a bad choice of words but i like about it what um what i'm glad about that this that this story hit is the fact that now there's an awareness around it to where people are going to start speaking up and yep. hopefully we can squash all of this. Um, and basically what I'm talking about is the number of celebrities and directors, um, the Weinsteins and everything, everybody, everybody in power, men in power, basically take using that power, um, to, to get their way. Um, yeah, I, and I, it's just not okay. Yeah. So. I mean, absolutely. It's, it's, I mean, I'll talk about this a little bit more because it is further down on my list, but, um, it's about agency for, for not, not only for women, but for just any sub, I don't want to say subset, but any, uh, any, any group of people that have been, their voice has been marginalized. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, but, I mean, I don't want to spend, and we never spend an, that much time talking about it in the show. We don't. I just want to acknowledge that that was on my list of, of, of major things. And again, 
as we hear about this stuff, especially in the government, man, um, it's getting worse there. Um, the, you know, and we don't talk about politics that much, but we the Alabama care. race and all that stuff. So anyway, exactly. Um, Here we my, my number two, which I believe is also your number two. So yeah. I might as well just throw it out there. It's the biggest merger that's happened this year. And that's oh my God. Disney buying Fox. Yeah. That was, we, we, it's funny because we were talking about it and then it was like, oh, it's not going to happen. And then it went away. Yeah. And then two weeks later, bam. Oh, it's, it's happening. So yes. that is going to be huge. Um, I don't know. Would you call it a monopoly? No. Um, I mean, no, I mean, I, I mean, it's not a monopoly, but no, it's not because obviously, you know, they don't, you know, DreamWorks. They don't yeah, no, it is definitely becoming, um, corporate oligarchies is definitely oh, where we're going. I like that choice of words. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, it is definitely becoming, um, and oligarchy is a good way to put it. Uh, they they are going to be in control of some of the biggest uh, um, universes, franchises, whatever you want to say it. Um, X Men, Marvel, now uh, you know Fox. They're going to have all the rights to the Star Wars and everything else. But you know what? I, what I like about what Disney is doing, and this is, I mean, um, we are Disney fanboys. We are Disney. Fan, I mean, I used to work for Disney, so <laughs> I mean, take this all with a grain with a grain of salt. Um, but nice to have actors in there. It'll be colorful now. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> What's up, buddy? Um, Deadpool character breakfast. <laughs> I, I, I like that idea scheme. <laughs> oh, my God. If but Deadpool what? showed up at the... Him and Mickey show up? <laughs> okay, actually, there, there's a new comic that came out this oh, week, and it's, and it's uh, uh, Old Man uh, Logan with Deadpool. Yeah. And the, the cover this week is... All you see is Deadpool's head with the anima- adamantium claws going through his skull <laughs> and it pushing the, the mask out the other side. It's nice. really kind of cool. Nice. Um, but getting back to the whole Disney thing, what I like that Disney does is they're really not going out and saying, I want to buy this new stuff. Right. What they're doing is they're consolidating things that have already been under their power. Mm-hmm. The first major purchase they did was, was what, like five, six, seven years ago when they bought up uh, Pixar right. from Jobs for $2.1 billion, And that was whatever. when Eisner came in, right? He bought up uh, I- Iger. Iger. Yeah, when I Iger came Iger. in and he took yeah. over uh, Pixar, but Disney had already had the distribution rights. Now, well, now they just had creative control. Right. Then they bought Marvel. Um, and that and, made sense. Yeah. And then they bought Star Wars. Well, they already had, uh, uh, distribution rights for, or not licensing rights for the rides with Indiana Jones and Star Wars. And, and Star Tours. So yeah. it just made sense. Yep. And now they already have Marvel. So it just makes sense for them to go after the Fox Studios to give Fantastic Four and the X-Men and Deadpool underneath their banner. And it'd be really, I mean, I, my only concern of the whole thing, I think, um, and the chat room is echoing it, is the Deadpool yes. thing. Yes. Um, that's a little weird. Um, also, Logan comes into that too, right? Logan does come into that. Well, there, there's a few different things they do because just because they bought the Fox name right. doesn't mean they don't have to get rid of it. They can right. still keep it. I don't think they will. I think the smart move for them to do would be to create a new, um, a new branded uh, a new film brand. studio, yeah. but call it Max, which is the adult Marvel line in comics. Huh. Um, that's where you get the the uh, the punch radar journal, stuff. the really mm-hmm. heavy stuff. Um, but they've always done that. They've had Miramax. They've had all these. They have, they, they have so these Disney other banners. Has a history yeah. of having the brand names mm-hmm. for R-rated films. Um, so I think they can definitely do it. Yeah. Um, I just think that they should definitely keep it. Like have Marvel come into the the uh, the universe. I mean, have Deadpool and X Men come into the universe, but have the the Deadpool and Logan standalone movies if you want to do those. Yeah. 
under their own uh, thing. Well, and I, I 100, 100% uh, believe that they've already figured all this out. Oh, absolutely. And this, <laughs> they just haven't told us yet. And this is the whole reason why, and we talked about this a couple weeks ago, that the whole reason why Feige hasn't um, announced a, a Phase 4. Phase 4 is because of this. And it, the big thing is, and Skeen hits the nail directly on the head here, is they oh, are Skeen. all Classic. building it up for the streaming service, which comes out yeah. in 2020. So, And that streaming service is going to be off the hook. It's going to be legit. All right, man. All right. Uh, so, so we had matching number two. Isn't we that had, adorable? We did have matching number two. That's nice. Um, yes, and, and Octodish really does make a great point here. The only thing that from Star Wars that Disney did not get in the buyout of Lucasfilm mm. was the distribution rights to A New Hope. Oh, that's a good point. Those were still owned by 20th Century Fox. Right. Now that comes in under the banner. So that is a very good I did see a couple point. things saying um, that they probably won't reissue the original Star Wars trilogy no, the way they, that yeah, before just, he started tampering with it. But, again. Yeah. They, they considered, the, I believe they considered the 1997 versions canon. Or yeah, the HD ones. Yeah. Yeah. And that's fine all right and i'm okay with that because you see a much more beautiful back. i don't even think it was hd then what was it digitally no, it was, enhanced uh, or whatever DHX and yeah, DHX right. and dolby digital dolby yeah okay yeah. yeah dts that's what it was yeah all right my number one is the sexual abuse scandal and we've already touched on it we don't need to harp on it um it's just basically keep your hands to yourself and nobody wants <laughs> to see your junk yeah and and not only that i mean and as i was saying earlier it's the it's the power thing it's and it's been going on it too is. long. It's all about power. And and the idea and entitlement. It's funny because the wife and I, and this doesn't make my list for later, sadly, but Riverdale, we've been watching that. And they play with this a lot in that show, where people with power and money um are trying to manipulate those, um, whether it be sexually or whatever. Hello, that's society. <laughs> and it is society, but now that um, you know, after the fall of some of these, you know, Spacey and um Weinstein and these guys I think that's, I think that's telling society that, or these higher ups or these people with power, it's like, stop. Someone's going to tell you and you're going to lose your damn job. Yeah. I mean, honestly, what, what I also, I, I hate to say that I love, but what I'm, uh, yeah, it's a weird, yeah, choice what, of words, I'm, right? what I'm very positive about is that they're not just calling out the people that are, that have names. I mean, they're not just calling out the Spaceys and the Weinsteins. I mean, if you're not a fanboy, or a big time watcher of Berlantiverse. Does anybody know who Andrew Kreisberg is? No. Right, exactly. But he's a showrunner for Supergirl, and we've been big fans because we've been fans of Berlantiverse. And we know his name. Right. But, but it's, it's, but what is it going to do to those franchises? That's right. what concerns me. They're calling me. him out. They're calling out mm-hmm. the people that are working behind the scenes. And it's like, you know, you have to call out everybody in the system. So, so that was my number one. Exactly. Um, my, because it was so pervasive. Sorry, I've got my, my stuff on my phone because I'm hiding it from Will. Uh, my number one, um, and <laughs> you're, you're going to think this is weird. My number one is the announcement of a, uh, Ryan Johnson taking over the Star Wars, a new Star Wars trilogy. That is big. For that me, is big because it's, yeah, go ahead. Well, well, first of all, for me, that is, as a Star Wars fan, after seeing The Last Jedi, you know, take, say what you want about The Last Jedi. I don't give a crap. I, we loved it. You can listen to our last episode, whatever. Right. For me, what that says is Ryan Johnson's vision for what Star Wars can be going away from what we're used to and away from what the fanboys want slash expect. Let's, let's have something fresh and new and still Star Wars, but a whole new trilogy that's not entrenched in uh what we expect uh from you know what what, what comes before like right. after last jedi i am 100% confident that ryan johnson is going to give us something that um 
we've never seen. That we've never seen, but that we need as Star mm-hmm. Wars fans. Like, this is what's possible in this universe, and we can go anywhere from here. And yeah. that's what I'm excited about. Yeah, and I mean, we're, I mean, obviously, <laughs> Last Jedi is probably in our top 10, so we'll get to it a little bit later. Yeah. And if you want a more in depth thing, go and look back at our last week's episode, which was our spoiler filled uh, reaction show. <laughs> but I will just say that. Um, <laughs> skiing, thanks, man. <laughs> love love skiing. Um, <laughs> what I will say, though, is that my favorite thing about The Last Jedi was that it messed with your expectations. Yeah. You, you, because you thought it was going to go one way and it went the other way. Exactly. Which I love. And that's what I love. Yeah. Um, so that was my number one, and and I threw that in there because out of all the tragedy and all the stuff we've talked about, the light that I feel like is going to come is we're going to still get Star Wars, we're going to still be able to talk about Star Wars, and we're going to get something that um, that we don't expect. And I feel like that's what we really want as Star Wars fans, but a lot of Star Wars fans are like, well, I expected Luke to do this, so I hate this movie. Well, that's stupid. Exactly. What I... What I will say is the way that Luke is is portrayed in Last Jedi is how I feel about 2017. <laughs> Total mirror image. So straight up throw a lightsaber over the shoulder? Pretty much. I'm done. <laughs> it's like, F it. All right. <laughs> oh, a Sabine and Ezra trilogy. I would so be down for that. Yeah, but again, we're not going to get that. No, it's going to be totally so different. Not. But so not I would like to see but that. But I am excited to see what Filoni's going to come up with next. Yeah, the next animated um, the next animated series I think should be interesting. Should be phenomenal. I mean, yeah, Filoni's yeah. a master. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. Before we get into our next top 10, let's go over what we're drinking tonight. Oh. What are we, you drinking? Uh, yeah, we didn't do that. Uh, I need another one. I just texted the wife. <laughs> um, I'm drinking, I actually bought a variety pack from Stone Brewing Company. We've been talking, you well, know, first, out of, what uh, you have with dinner? What did I have? Oh, I had a Racer 5, and that okay. is from Bear Republic, uh, out of Healdsburg, a little south of us. Um, this is Stone Brewing Company. I'm re- drinking their variety pack. This is a Ruin. Stone's out of San Diego, right? Yeah. Ruination Double IPA. It's a good one. Um, I'm hoping the wife brings me another one. If not, I will, I'm going to run away real quick and grab one before right. we get to the next section. Um, I had a, uh, a Blue Star. With uh, with dinner, yeah. And tonight I'm drinking Shorts Brew Space Rock American Pale Ale, and I'm ninety percent certain uh, Skeen sent us that one. Uh, well, it is from Elk Rapids, Michigan, so I would guess so. Yeah. Um, and it comes from the uh, the Shorts Brewing Company. Yeah. So I thought we were done with all Skeen beers, but no, we found awesome. one. Thank you, Skeen. You uh, definitely set us up. We 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 love you. Um, yeah. So actually, well, I'll, I'll answer uh, uh, Matt's question here. Is that uh, Marshall's drinking a stone? Uh, a Stone Brewing Company, which is out of San Diego. Um, and we love going to San Diego for Comic-Con every year because they have so many breweries and uh, they have wonderful stuff. We actually hold our uh, our Pucked Cantina um, every year, which is the Passionately Usual Corellian Trap Cantina. I can't believe I got that out of my first try. Um, and we we have that at the Mission Brewing Company uh, every year, uh, just over the, the train tracks from the, uh, the convention center. But basically what we're going to do with the top ten is we're going to go ten through six. And then we're going to do some honorable mentions. And then we're going to do five through one. Um, so Matt is drinking winter uh, double white ale from Amagang. Uh, that sounds good. I love winter ales. Um, I like the, the crispness and the, the freshness in it. Um, so th- that's fantastic. Um, Marshall's trying to fix a remote right now. <coughs> He'll be back in just a minute. Um, actually, you know, I'm not a huge fan of... Um, Sam Adams Brewing Company, but I do like their 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 uh, holiday celebration ale um, that they they come out with every year. So I do like that. Um, 
But, you know, it's so funny. Marshall and I are such opposites when it comes to beer because Marshall loves anything hoppy and IPA, and I do not like hop. I'm not a hoppiness sort of person. Um, Skeen is drinking the Woodford Reserve bourbon. Wow, you're going all out tonight. Um, I'm actually not a huge bourbon fan. I, I'm much more of a uh, Captain Coke person. I'm really looking forward to Comic-Con this year so we can try some more beers and uh, have our next cantina, which we'll have new gear out for that. But don't forget to go and check out teespring.com slash the usual podcast and check out our new gear. It has a couple of our slogans on it. You can get a sticker. Like I said, I'm going to be adding in some um, uh, some iPhone cases and, and hopefully some other stuff. Um <laughs> Yeah, Matt. Uh, Marshall kills the torpedoes. He he loves those things. That that used to be his beer of choice. And it looks like we got the remote working, so cars coming back in. Oh, I thought it was a segue. Ooh, wait a second. Uh, well, not a segue, but either Monica or Donna is drinking a Bud Light, but it has a fancy label. Oh, well, the fancier the better. Hey, um, so I was overhearing you talking about stuff, uh, Comic Con and such, uh, and part of what what just happened sometimes when I have to leave. <laughs> Torpedo is Sierra, Sierra Nevada, yeah. Um, which I I personally like. That's their uh, their IPA, which I like. Um, the as a weird little segue thing that I I thought we should mention too is if you would like to support the show, um, some of the stuff I cut out of the show, which will be part of probably what Will was saying, um, comes up in our blooper reels with every episode, and um, you know, on patreon.com slash usual podcast, if you give us a buck or two an episode, you will get blooper reels and also the show a little early. So just as a quick little uh, way to support the show kind of thing. So Absolutely. Here we are, dude. Are um, we ready for the, the second half of this madness? Yeah, and like I said, this is any sort of content. Um, and I'm going to let you start off this time. So why don't Ooh. you give me your oh. number 10? Oh, I'm not even... I'm, I'm woefully unprepared. Um, my number 10, my friend... Um, I'm gonna go with Stranger Things too. Okay, I, I knew that was gonna be in your top ten. And um, I, I almost I liked it better than the first season. I still have not watched season two. I I did like season one. Yeah. Um, I did not like it as much as you did. Yeah. I did enjoy. It. I did like the nostalgia factor, but the whole time I'm watching Stranger Things, I'm like, I can't wait for Ready Player One. Yeah, and 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 Ready Player One is gonna be great, but um, I don't know Stranger Things two, uh. The characters, we got more from the characters, the the world. Um, I don't know. I really uh, – I don't know. I liked it better than the first season. I think um, if they if they nail it on the third season, I think they should probably stop. You know? Maybe right. – I think they're going to do four seasons, I think. Um, well, we, but the, the kids – the thing that makes that show, honestly, is the dang kids. Yeah, you, you can't let them age out. <clears throat> no. The, 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 kids are, the kids are perfect. Um, but the supporting cast, Renona Ryder – um and and just the writing um and of course the nostalgia factor but and I don't want to spoil anything but that this season was phenomenal absolutely phenomenal and um and so that's why I made my my we binge watch that we watched that I think in two days we watched uh maybe three days um but we got through it pretty quick so. yeah um I I was actually thinking about putting Stranger Things into my into my uh honorable mentions. Mm-hmm. But I didn't watch season two. Season one was technically last year, so I'm not going to right. be on there. I hope Ready Player One is good too, man. <laughs> uh, I'm excited for it, though. I love the book. If, you, in, if you've read the book, re-listen to the book on, on uh, Audible. Oh, yeah. You can go to audibletrial.com slash useful podcast and get it for free, but it's Will Wheaton reading it. Yeah, he, he does a really good job. It's phenomenal. All right, my number 10 is multi. It's a multimedia content, and you're going to laugh at me, and I'm okay to take it from everybody here. Okay. Um, 
I have gotten into Snapchat shows. Oh, here we go. No, for okay. I, I'm nope. I'm reserving judgment. Continue. Go ahead and reserve judgment, and I'll take whatever crap you guys want to give me in the chat room. <laughs> um, I will be honest. I started getting onto Snapchat because there are certain celebrities that I like to follow, and they put some racier stuff on there. Hello, Maitland Ward, who I yeah. have met at Comic Con. Uh. Um, but the big thing that I love is that um, I love sports, mm-hmm. right? And I just don't have to. I mean, I, I I don't have cable. I don't. I can't really sit and watch highlights twenty four hours a day on. Uh, on ESPN, but they do a sports center show twice a day. That's about three minutes long. Yeah. And it gives you the highlights and everything. And they're actually done not by sportscasters, but by comedians. Interesting. And one sportscaster, but it's really, really funny. And then, uh, CNN does a show called stay tuned and it's hosted by, uh, Gotti Schwartz and, um, Savannah Sellers. Okay. And they're both phenomenal. And they give you all, they do two to three episodes a day and they give you all the news that you need. Interesting. It's really, really good. But one that really tugs at my heartstrings is a, is a show by a, a, a website called The Dodo. Okay. And they talk about rescue animals, and it's all about animals. <laughs> okay. And they just have some of those heartbreaking and, and wonderful stories. And in there, they all put, put a whole bunch of stuff on how you can rescue animals. So it's a great show. Those I, are my favorite shows. I didn't really think about the fact that um, corporations would get in on the Snapchat thing. You know, actually, I applied for a job uh, about a year and a half ago to work for the Smithsonian to do their Snapchat movie. No shit. Shows. Okay. I never got an interview for it, but I think that would have been a very cool job. Yeah, for um, sure. I haven't seen the Smithsonian Channel come out yet, so it means they obviously didn't hire anybody good. Yeah. Um, but when that does, I would love to watch the Smithsonian Channel. Oh, for sure. That, so. Yeah, man. Um, it's funny. It's, <laughs> ESPN. Yeah, ESPN, man. I, I got rid of my cable, too. Um, and I do miss the sports part of it. But at the same time, I don't really have time to watch sports. That said, um, I might I might check out uh, Snapchat for other things besides just porn, yeah, as what I, I do says. Exactly. Well, what I love is because sh- <laughs> like uh, that was a joke, buddy. Because yes. I said okay. Continue. Well, Entertainment uh, the the E Channel has a show. Entertainment Weekly has a show. Yeah. National Geographic has a show, and I love all these things because they're all like no more than two or three minutes long. Yeah, totally. And so it really doesn't take a bunch out of your day to really still keep in the know on a whole bunch of stuff. Um, but so are we going on? Yeah, absolutely. All right. So my number nine. Uh, the, and, and my, my list is, is TV show kind of heavy. Okay. Not fully, but, um, mostly because I didn't get to the movies as much as, uh, I would have liked, but there's a few shows I want to acknowledge this, this next one. Um, I want higher on the list, but because it's so few episodes, um, and, uh, I love it so much. I feel like if I put it higher then people are like, well, um, but it's, it's Black Mirror. Okay. Black Mirror is phenomenal. Black Mirror is absolutely brilliant. Um, I love tech-based dystopians. Yes, you do. And especially if it's an anthology series like this, every episode is different. One of my favorites from this year was the first one of, of this latest season where everybody rates everyone else. Uh, and there was an Orville episode very similar to that. Exactly. And so, and I was going to mention that. The, the Orville kind of played off of it. There's also uh, in China... They're talking about instituting a system sort of like this oh, wow. uh, in the next few years, which would keep your eye on that. Yeah. But um, really what it comes down to is um, I love this season. Obviously, the most notable episode from this season won the awards and stuff for right. um, what is it? San Junipero. Uh, no, that was last season. No, that was that, that was season, season two. No, it was season three. Right. You're right. Um, but the first episode of this season um, is the one where everybody rates everybody. Um, I just, I just love it. There's one that I can't even get through all the way where there's the guy who, um, maybe it was season two. I don't even know, but with a guy where, where he's like, um, 
he he goes to play a game and it's like messing with his mind. I don't know. I think it's season three because I've seen seasons one and two and I okay. haven't seen three and I don't know that. Episode. Yeah, no. Um, but long and the short of it is, man, um, I absolutely love Black Mirror. I, yeah, season I, four comes out shortly. Yeah. Right? And I can watch, I can watch them. There's a couple of them I watch multiple, multiple times. Um, thanks, Silvera. Appreciate it. Are you taking off? Uh, that's Monica. And oh, Donna. yeah. So thank yeah, you very she's much. She's got to run. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, make sure you text me. Let me know what's going on with mom. All right. Um, all right. So, uh, my number eight. Is a movie which I still don't think you've seen yet. Probably um, not. And uh, it's Get Out. Yeah, I know. Oh I need to watch that. Oh, my God. Okay, first of all, I love Jordan Peele anyways. Mm-hmm. Uh, Keenan Peele. Um, I do, too. Are just uh, are just phenomenal. Um, but Jordan Peele knocked it out of the park with this movie. Yeah. It is a horror movie that just Fs with your mind. Um so wonderful. I, I, that's all I can say about it is, uh, it's, I'm bitter that he didn't get nominated for Golden Globe for Best Director. Well, it was also up for like Best Comedy, right? It's up for, it's not a comedy. I know, I know. I've, I've, the controversy we've talked about. Yeah. Right? I mean, it's like The Martian being up for Best Comedy. Yeah, right. Sort of thing. So, <laughs> cause there's a couple quips in it or something. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey, because he said, I'm going to science the shit out of this. <laughs> all right. So, um, definitely watch Get Out. Yeah. It's phenomenal. Uh, Peel, it's, it, right now, I think it's the second highest rated movie ever on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, really? Yeah, the only movie... Uh, actually, I think it's tied with Toy Story 3. Oh, wow. The only movie that's higher than it is a movie that's in theaters right now called Lady Bird, which okay. has a 100% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, I've heard about that. That's um, kind of crazy. And, and again, Greta Gerwig didn't get nominated for director for that, which is uh, odd. Wow. Um, all right, so that's my number eight. What's your number eight? Cool, man. My number... Uh, I think I'm number seven, right? Oh yeah, you're seven. I'm at, I'm at, I'm at uh, uh, no eight. Oh shoot, we were only at eight. You're right, we're at eight. Um, my number eight is music based. Um, and I'm gonna go with Imagine Dragons, man. I so thought you were gonna put Chainsmokers. <laughs> uh, Chainsmokers is uh, that was more last year for me. Okay. Um, and so, I do I so last year. I, I know I do listen to them, but um, between my workout mix and my wife loving them. And imagine dragons are great the dance parties with my kids like just imagine dragons like there's a song um there's just several songs that i absolutely love but um from this latest album uh that came out this year i just i just think it's phenomenal and um it works in the gym it works at home um and uh i don't know i was gonna play part of it because i have my spotify up if it plays yeah, here we go. I'm say all the words inside my head. I'm fired up and tired of the way that things have been. Oh, ooh, the way that things have been. Oh, ooh. second thing, second, don't you tell me what you think that I can be. Anyway, I, I don't want, I'm not going to get sued either. But, um, but yeah, man, I, I, I really, really enjoyed Madden Dragons this year. It really kind of got me through. Uh, it was a tough year in, in a lot of ways. And, yeah. and music, I know for me is always, is always been, uh, a way to get through stuff. So that helped. So cool. Um, I, and I realized I actually am the one that screwed up the countdown because I skipped my number nine. <laughs> what? So my number nine is a short film. Wait, how are we going back to number nine? Because I accidentally skipped it and went to get oh, out. That's you, why you yeah. blew it, bro. So, um, my number nine is a short film that was done for Red Nose Day. And uh, <laughs> it was the sequel to Love Actually called Red Nose Day Actually. 
And I love that they got everybody back except for Alan Rickman and Emma Thompson. Wow. Um, obviously, we couldn't have Alan Rickman because we lost him last year. And right. then Emma Thompson didn't, because her character was so entwined with that character, she didn't feel it was right for that to come back. But to have, they even got Andrew Lincoln back from uh, from Walking Dead. They got oh, that's cool. Liam Neeson. They got Keira Knightley, Chiwetel Ojiofor. Um, they got, uh, uh, Thomas Sangster, who is now on Game of Thrones, well, not, no longer on Game of Thrones. Oh, well, that happens. Um, but it was really good. It's a 10 minute short film. They even got Colin Firth and the Portuguese lady that, that play. it was everybody. Cool. And it was phenomenal and I really like it. So definitely check that out. <coughs> um, all right. So we're at now, are we officially at seven? Now we're officially at seven. And am I going first? Yes. Okay. So, uh, number seven for me. Um, and I don't want to do the whole uh, Marvel movies in general, um, but I'm kind of going to do it. Like, don't be mad at me. No, actually, I did that later. Okay, so uh, Marvel movie, Marvel to me hit it out of the park with two movies. One, I didn't see until, I didn't get to see in the theaters, um, and I really appreciated it was uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. So good. That movie was so well done. That Michael scene, Keaton. That scene so in great. the car with Keaton. Um, when he realizes that it's him, oh he my god! The gun up. Oh my god! That was probably one of the best moments in a movie that I've had this year. Because um, it to- because it totally played the the one thing that that Marvel did great about it is they actually got a teenager to play mm-hmm. Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. And when you're getting dropped off by your dates, that I mean, I don't want to. Well, no, I can't. It's, yeah, it's been it's, out for like past six months. point now. Um, when when you're getting dropped off by your date's dad and he pulls a gun on you in the car, yeah, it's like, insane. Exactly. Yeah. Um. So that and Thor. Thor was Thor for me was just probably one of the most fun times I've had in the theater in the last few years. Film. Not only it was well shot, beautiful, but it was so fun. Comedy wise, um, that the <laughs> Hulk, uh, Hulk like raging fire, <laughs> Thor <but> like water. <laughs> and for me, I like the more subtle kind of humor, like. Um, uh, I, the director's name, I'll never figure, I'll never be able to say it. Uh, Taiki something. Yeah, but the, the director voiced that rock monster. Yes, Korg. And holy crap, some of the funniest moments in that movie were the conversations between, between him and Thor. Yep. I had me rolling, man. I love that film. I think one of the best intros of a powered being happened in that movie where a uh, homegirl gets out of the ship and she's drunk. Oh, yeah. and she walks down the plank and, and falls, falls off. That was probably one of the funniest intros. It's Valkyrie, to, come on! I mean, it's Valkyrie, but and she's hammered. But she's hammered, and she falls off. And she's like, "No, I'm okay." And she gets up, and 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 I just, I just loved it. That movie was so much fun, man. Um, yeah. So that was my, that was my seven. That was great. My, uh, there you oh, go. My number seven is, uh, is actually part of Sword War. Okay. And I chose uh, video DLC content, and I chose the Crisis on Ambara. Yeah. Um, I fell behind on uh, uh, Coffee and Kotet and all those, and I was just it, I finally caught up to it because Crisis was coming out. And I'm like, dude, you're fighting on a train. This is going to be awesome. That was a good, good um, story. And it was a good flashpoint. Yeah. And it was a good story with with the with the traitor and everything. And I dug how you know the the train crashes and you're fighting outside the train. And I just thought it was a beautifully done flashpoint. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. My <clears throat> Swatchor is a little higher on my list, and I'll talk about it more later about the things that I, I'm really into. But Umbaro was unique, and Umbaro was kind of the beginning of this uh, being able to solo flashpoints and be able to yep. deliver story content through that, I think is really important. And I really liked Umbaro for that. It was, um, it was a fun flashpoint. 
but also you get this really cool you get this really cool story with it. Yeah. Um, and I like that the the delivery system now for Slotor is going to be um, for story is going to be flashpoints, right? Um, repeatable flashpoints that you can deal with. Um, I, I like that a lot, so I'm with you, man. Yeah. Good. Well, the great thing about it being repeatable flashpoints is that you know it's a lot easier to say, okay, I'm going to play this light side, I'm going to play dark side, yeah. I'm going to play it Sith or or pub, and it's just it's really cool. Exactly. All right, man. Uh, what's your number six? <sighs> okay, so my number six. <laughs> I went books. He- heavy sigh. <laughs> I went books. Uh, Brandon Sanderson. Brandon maybe? Sanderson. I binged probably every audio book from An- Brandon Sanderson okay, you guys this have year. To remember, this is a guy who, when he listens to audio books, it's like at two times speed. Well, yeah, I, I got to get through it. Um, but I, <laughs> because I, I, they're 40 flipping <laughs> hours long. Uh, Sanderson books are epic fantasy. Um, hey, I, Red's I also, hey, Red, I listened to... Um, I listened to his podcast with um, Mary uh, Robinette Kowal. Um, That's the writer's podcast, and, right? Yeah, and and Matt How and uh, was it Matt Howard and a couple other people. Um, it's a really amazing podcast. But that said, um, I love his writing. It's the type of writing that I do. I love epic fantasy. Um, but I binged all his early stuff. I, I listened to Elantris. I listened to. Um, you know, all of it, and I'm actually almost done with the oath break, uh, the third book in the, uh, Stormlight Archive, Oathbringer, um, 50 hours <laughs> long. Uh, I'm, I'm in the last few hours. Um, it's, I, I love, I love his stuff. And I just wanted to acknowledge the fact that now that I'm able to read, quote unquote, read, um, I, this is the kind of content I want to consume. And I, and I, and I, like I said, Ben's just about everything he's written this year. So. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, fantastic. All right. My number six, and I, I went the same way you kind of did with Marvel, but this one, it's, uh, I just picked the brand of DC. Okay. Um, because, you know, Wonder Woman was phenomenal. Um, I thought it was great. Yeah. Patty Jenkins did a great job. And actually, I like Justice League much better than I thought I would. Mm-hmm. Um, my biggest thing is, uh, especially because I do, I do critique movies. When I go to a movie, if I, I, like I said, I go for the escapism. Yeah, me too. If I go to a film and I had a good time, I'm and I was entertained, totally fine. Sadly, I missed Justice League in our theater, so that was yeah. kind of a bummer. I mean, I will say, I've only walked out of one one movie in my life, and it was when I was a teenager. I walked out of The Gods Must Be Crazy, <laughs> which I thought was really, really bad. Um, and then I watched it in hindsight later on, and it was actually much better than I thought it was. Okay. The I will say the worst movie I've ever seen, my sister and I went and saw The Road to Wellville. Okay. Which was a horrible, horrible, horrible movie. It's a horrible title. Um, I will say that I've even seen Thanks Killing, which is about a, re, a, 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 uh, oh, uh, a sounds sp- terrible. A specter turkey that was killed during the first Thanksgiving and kills people in modern day. Eek. I will tell you that the premise of the filmmakers, they said when they made the film, was that they wanted to make the worst movie they can cheaply and still get it distributed. <laughs> so that's pretty So cool. they win? <laughs> Yeah, holiday special. I yeah, I, I'm I'm ready to see it. Red, I'm with <laughs> you, man. Um, so, dude. Um, so that so was it. I liked DC. Okay. Um, I enjoyed. Uh, I thought uh, Suicide Squad was great last year, except for Cara Delevingne's performance of the Enchantress was just weird. Um, the bar scene was weird. I thought the, they cut the good parts of the bar scene out from the trailers. Just the placement. It should be earlier. Yeah, it should have been earlier in the film. Let's go fight the big bad. Oh wait, should we stop for a drink? Exactly. Um, <laughs> But I really like Justice League. It made me really looking forward to um, to Aquaman. 
And I, I'm even looking forward to Flash, even yeah. though I, I do have a soft spot in my heart for Grant Gustin. Ezra Miller was funny. Yeah. Well, don't get me wrong. I did like the bar scene, Red, to be fair. Uh, I just thought the placement of it was weird. Um, all right, man. So are we at our midpoint? Yes, we are at a midpoint. Okay. So honorable mentions, yes. right? So what we're going to do before we get to our top five is talk about things that didn't make our list. Just a few things. Um, one for me was Wonder Woman. Uh, it, right. it should have been on the list. I didn't see Justice League, so I couldn't really put it into context. So I didn't make, I didn't put it on the list. I did absolutely love that film. Love that film. Uh, what do you um, got? I will say that I, Actually, I don't have any pure TV shows on my list, which is odd considering I watch a lot of TV. Um, I do, and I'll, my number five is tangentially a TV show, and I'll talk about that in a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just, a couple of TV shows I want to talk about is Stranger Things was great. I fell in love with The Good Place this year. Yeah. I just started watching it about three weeks ago, and seriously, Kristen Bell and Ted Danson, <laughs> it's the best brilliant. things they've both done. And it is a really, really let me, great show. Well, let me add to that. I actually also, that's on my, uh, I, I would say around my honorable mention list. I didn't put it on for a couple of reasons. One, I didn't finish it. And two, the wife's already seen it and we're kind of rewatching it when we have time. I love, the, I love that show. It, it's, yeah, it's so, so good. And dancing, speaking of Ted Danson, what's also on my list in a weird way is Cheers. Oh, because I've been watching Cheers, like, after I get off work on Saturday nights, it's right. super late, eat my pizza, and I'm just like, I, I've been watching, like, 80s documentaries and stuff. Right. And they talk about TV. <clears throat> Excuse me. And so, I've been watching Cheers, and I just, I love, dancing so good, and that, great. that show is brilliant. So, anyway, um, so that's another thing. Yeah, um, the, uh, um, and actually, there was this TV show that was my number eight, um, but I, I cut it out and put a put Get Out in there. Um, was The Daily Show with Trevor Noah. Yeah, same here. Uh, I loved Jon Stewart, but Trevor Noah has just won me over. He's phenomenal. I agree. And the wife and I were talking earlier. I said, am I forgetting something that we watch? Like, I don't want to forget something on my list or just put on honorable mentions. And she's like, well, we watch The Daily Show. And it's, it's like, yeah, we do. We love The Daily Show. Yeah. And and I think... Um, and politics aside, it's just it's fun to watch. It's fun to watch. But also, if you're politically minded, it's it's kind of a nice release, a humorous way to look at what's the crazy that's going on in the world, yeah. you know? Um, um, and actually I'll, I'll give Matt a little thing here. I, you can go ahead and get mad at me all you want. I've never seen an episode of Kirby Enthusiast. I have, I can't watch it. I hate that guy. I, I know he's a brilliant writer. Uh, I know he worked on Seinfeld. Well, he's, he's, he's the basis for, for George. No, Costanza. no, I get it. Yeah. I, I know all the things I can't, Stand that show. Okay, well, Dewey watches it all the time. We talk. He talks about it on the golf course. I can't stand. No. It. Well, the thing is, is you don't like. I mean, this is the reason why you never watched at midnight. Exactly. Is you do not like where people feel like they're on the spot. Right. And Caribbean enthusiasm is an improv show. It's uh, all improv. It's so brutal. I cannot do it. Uh, it's just like it's actively stressful watching that show. Yeah. And actually, Matt mentions Trevor Noah's book. He actually has a few out, but his big one that's out right now is uh, on Audible. You can get it. It's called Born a Crime. Yeah. I'm like halfway through it. And it's yeah. really good. I had to put it aside for Sanderson. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So any any other honorable mentions? Uh, oh, mine. Doctor Who. Um, Doctor Who should be on my list. It's not. And um, and it's just barely not. And the, and the main reason being is uh, we finished it. The Christmas special is coming out. Um, and it, it was really kind of a special moment as I've talked about on the show, uh, being at Comic-Con too, um, watching the cast up there in Hall H. It was brilliant. Um, the only reason it's not is just because it felt like really early on in the year 
Um, and it's kind of, and, and it's not coming back anytime soon. Right. So. Yeah. And actually I'll, I'll say I'm way behind on Dr. Who. I'm still in the first season of, uh, of Capaldi. So yeah, I'm a couple seasons behind. See the office I can handle for the most part read. I loved F- Parks and Rec, but again, there's moments in both those shows where I'm like, it hurts my body to like watch. Right. But once you get past, um, Steve Carell's portrayal in, uh, in The Office, um, The Office is a brilliant show. I love that show. Um, all right, let's go into our top five. All right, man. Top five. Uh, your number five is my, my top five is gonna, 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 um, surprise you, I think. All right. Uh, Rick and Morty. Oh, how did I know? Okay. That's an honorable <laughs> mention for me. Rick and Morty. I is, I never watched it until Pickle this Rick. year. I never watched it until this year. I have like five Rick and Morty t-shirts now. Oh, I absolutely Rick love that Morty show. Brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. I watched, I binged it for like, I was working a lot at Piaggi at night. And when I get home, I'd watch like three episodes of it. Um, and I, I love, 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 love that show. So that is definitely my number five, right in the middle. Um, Rick and Morty, brilliant. Um, yeah, fantastic. Um, and actually I will agree with Matt. Um, Glow was phenomenal. Uh, that, that's a, I haven't watched it. That's the that's wrestling an, one, yeah, right? Yeah, that was another yeah. thing. Yeah, the, I will put that into my honorable mentions. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't seen Bright yet. I do want to see it. Yeah. Um, all right. My number five is, um, for those who listen to this podcast are sick of me mentioning this, can you guess what it is? Lore. Lore. <laughs> the lore. That's my honorable mention TV and podcast yeah, wise. The lore podcast is phenomenal. <laughs> I listen to all of them. It's been going I'm up on to for date. Three years. The TV show, uh, really hit, uh, um, Amazon big this year. Um, it's brilliant. I love the podcast. Yeah, it's very good. So that's my number five. I almost had a higher, but I couldn't really get rid of the other four things above it. Mm. Um, I put it as high as I could on the list. Yeah, no, I agree, man. I, I really, lore's great. Um, I haven't seen all the episodes of the show yet. Yeah, I've seen the show. I've seen the, 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 uh, uh all the, uh, the podcast. My thing is I need to go see a live show. Right. That'd be good. Yes. All um, right, number four. I really want, I want this, I wanted this to be higher, but this is as high as I could get it. Um, Dirk Gently. Ah. Dirk Gently. You know, I, I honestly, I can't even put that in my honorable mentions because I haven't watched it. You haven't season. watched it. Uh, Dirk Gently season two is, <laughs> it's absolute insanity. And again, uh, going back to what I was talking about in Hall H, I watched the Dirk Gently panel right. moderated by Kevin Smith right before yes. the Doctor Who panel. Um, the showrunner, creator of that show, right. I think is a crazy person. <laughs> but if you watch that show, it's so brilliant and so well acted. <laughs> believable but insane um it's just so much fun and it's one of those bbc america shows um you just have to get into it. it's based off the douglas adams books or whatever yeah, but and the full the full name is is dirk gently holistic uh, detective agent exactly um but it's got um homeboy elijah wood elijah wood yes. um some of the actors are amazing the assassin i mean it's just it's just a really cool piece of tv um yeah. so definitely check it out i Absolutely love that show. Yeah, it just wrapped up its second season. Um, the spinoff of- We just finished it, by the way. Yeah, That's answer, why it's not higher. <laughs> yeah, to answer Penn's question, the spinoff of Doctor Who was Class. Class, yeah. Um, and that, it got unfortunately, canceled. has already been canceled after the first season. It was okay. We watched it. It was okay. All right. My number four is uh, Star Wars, The Last Jedi. Um, and I will say- That's your number four. It's my number four. I okay. couldn't- I, I, the, the other three above it, I had to put the other three above it. Okay. Um, I thought it was it was really, really well done. 
Um, I'm butthurt that uh, um, Mark Hamill did not get a Golden Globe nomination. Yeah. I really think that actually the Oscars might honor him. Okay. Um, he's not going to win. Um, honestly, I think Christopher Palmer is probably going to pull it out this year. But um, Mark Hamill deserves a nomination. I thought he was brilliant. Yeah, it was good. Um, he was comedic as well. I mean, the, the, the whole weird nipple scene might pull it away from him. <laughs> but... Um, I mean, everyone has to remember that Alec Guinness got nominated for Best Sporting Actor yeah. for A New Hope. But Well, obviously, this is higher on my list, and I'll talk more about it Yeah, in, in, uh, in, in a, a bit. And if but... you want to get more of what I thought about it, check out our episode from last week. No, listen to our last episode. Um, and we both obviously really enjoyed the film. Um, there, there was a couple reasons why I put it higher um, that, that we can talk about when we get to right. it. Um, You're number three. Going back to what Red said okay. real quick about the Marvel Netflix stuff, and I am up to date on all that, and I do love all that. Um, the Defenders gets an honorable mention for me for sure. It wasn't like the greatest thing I've ever seen, but again, I fell woefully behind on a lot of the um, TV Berlanti for sure. I haven't watched any any Berlanti this season. Yeah, I've, I watched the first episode of all four, and I just haven't caught Yeah, we it. watched the first, I think, two or three episodes of Flash, and that was it. Yeah. So um, it's, it's something I want to catch up on during break. Well, obviously, that's not Marvel, but Defenders was okay. Um, but again, it's it's just not going to not gonna make the list. So, um, okay. So let's, uh, what your do we got? Your number three. My number three, Sotor. Uh And the reason Sotor is this high up is mostly because of my awesome community, People like Redna and and Matt in the chat, um, things like Pucked um, this year, and Extra yep. Life. Um, Extra Life was phenomenal. People like Mox and JT and just the Annalise and Jesse and the community that that we've kind of created around this game. And and going back to what you were saying, it's lower on your list, but obviously the um, quality of life changes, the Flashpoint, um, you know, story progression. Uh, the game is great. But I think the community is even better, especially um, since we've been around six years now, and we're going we're at six years, and I absolutely love 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 um the friends that I've made around this game uh and so if I can continue to do a thing like pucked and go to um San Diego every year um and they keep giving us the content that we love um doing what's an ops group every friday night uh that's that's the that's why this is so high on my list uh is it's a game I've been playing for six years and I plan to play until they pull it, you know, and it mostly has to do with the people that I play with, you know, so that's, that's, that's where I'm at. Yeah. Um, same, same here, Red. We love you, man. I, I will say, <laughs> I actually, uh, Matt, I hadn't heard that Mako is coming back. So mm-hmm. if she's coming back, then we talked about, they're talking about how to do it, but yeah, it's just it, not then yet. it'll be nice to finally get you back in the game. Yeah. We'll um, see. But I will say that, um, <laughs> Uh, for those of you who do play the game, I am now getting my internet upgrade. Yeah. Um, it, because I, we live in such a rural area, though, it won't happen until the middle of January because that's the first opening conference. But it's going to happen, bro. But it is going to happen. So you will back. You will be seeing me on What's an Op Group Night again. Nice. All right, man. Um, your number three? My number three is the Marvel brand. Um, and everything you said about uh, Thor Ragnarok and Spider-Man Homecoming is phenomenal. I can't believe you didn't mention Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Oh, I knew I was forgetting something. Yeah, that movie was awesome. Yeah. They were all great. Um, and, I was trying to limit it to... I mean, honestly, as much as I liked The Last Jedi, I didn't. <laughs> but, I mean, that was one movie from the Star Wars universe. Marvel knocked out three blockbuster yeah. great films that all had different tones. I feel like we didn't talk about Guardians enough. 
when we it came out. And, and honestly, my favorite part of the trailer for, for Infinity War is the end. Oh, that's my, by far my favorite. Um, um, I, I will, ag- I will agree with Red that I still don't think two is as good as one. Um, no, I, absolutely I, not. I thought the ego of the living planet was a little over the top for me, even though I did like Kurt Russell's performance. There's something about the first Guardians. I mean, I teach it in my classroom. There's something yes. about that film, um, that works on a lot of levels for a lot of people. Um, Guardians 2 was, uh, they fleshed out the characters a little bit more, but again, it just, it didn't have the same, like there are moments in Guardians where I like cry. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? In the first one. Yeah. Um, I didn't have that in two. Uh, but again, there, it, it kept the fun going and I can't wait to see what they do going forward for sure. Exactly. So. But, but that, that was my thing is the, the Marvel brand. Yeah. Um, cause I couldn't just pick one movie and, yeah. I, and I would have put all three in the top ten. I, believe so. I forgot about freaking, uh, I know. I could, when you, when you mentioned your Marvel stuff earlier, I can't believe you. I think, I think when I made the list, I was like, well, I don't, I, I want to narrow it down to a couple, uh, a couple films. Um, also under my honorable mentions, this was Logan. Oh, Logan was phenomenal. And it should be on my list somewhere, but uh, it was And if, just... you, if you do get a chance to watch the Logan Noir version, watch yeah. it. Oh. It is a good Western. All right. All right, you're number two. You want to know my number two? Last Jedi? No. My number two is a podcast. Sans Pants? <laughs> yes. My my number two is Sans Pants Radio. And, oh, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, for lack of a better word, um, you know, Polish the knob of Sans Pants real quick. Here's the, here's, here's, there's a couple reasons why. Um, one, uh, I contribute (laughs) to their stuff. I actually give them money because I love the content they put out. I consume so much of their content that I, I re, I've never re-listened outside of Tell Them Steve Dave. That's an honorable mention for sure. Um, I, I don't re-listen to podcasts as often as I do with Sans Pants stuff. I listen to just about everything they put out. Um, but now that I, you know, I'm a Sans Pants Plus member, whatever, I get, um, all their D&D stuff and everything else. And because I'm a dungeon master with our group, um, there's a lot of reasons why I love Sans Pants, but I just love their humor. It's just, it's just for me, if I just want to sit back and listen to something and listen to, it's basically friends sitting around BSing like we do. Exactly. And <clears throat> like I do with my buddy Josh and that kind of thing. And I just, honestly, I just, I just love their stuff. And so that I've consumed Outside of uh, Brandon Sanderson stuff, I've consumed the second on my list of consumption in Sandspans. So, right. So I can't not. Which is funny because like the average Sandspans <coughs> episode is like half an hour. Yeah. Whereas like the average Sandersen book is 40 plus. Yeah. So here, here we are with my my hours of consumption. Awesome. Um, I, I will agree with Matt that uh, um, John Wick 2 almost made my top 10. Um, so I will I will put it in an honor, honorable mention. But the whole John Wick stuff is fantastic. Um, I really enjoyed it. Um, if you haven't heard of Sans Pants, they're, they're a channel out of Australia. I turned Marshall onto it, what, about two and a half years ago? Yeah, they're, they're a podcast. They, the first one they did was Plumbing the Death Star. <laughs> they have a bunch of different shows. Um, Plumbing the Death Star, um, Shut Up a Second, I think is one of my favorites. Um, one of the guys does a, a show with his family called, um, uh, um, It's Just Good Business. Um, they do, they do a bunch of different shows. Uh, it's called Sans Pants Radio. Uh, it's just, it's, it's, it's just a lot of fun. It's a bunch of Australians. Um, talking shit, having a good time. Um, and honestly, you know, I don't know why I didn't put this together. Sans pants means without pants. Yeah. How did I not put together yeah, your friend Jeff Herman? Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know what you're doing. Um, but, but honestly, those no, guys. Jeff Herman never wore pants. No, I know, I know. I, I, I see where you. I know. Uh, but their 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 stuff is really good, man. Um, and and I and I 
it's the only podcast, well, besides all my friends that do podcasts, um, the only other podcast network they do really well, of course, on, you know, money wise, because they do live shows and stuff like that. Right. Um, they also do a movie maintenance. There's a, there's a spinoff, not a spinoff, but a group of guys called movie maintenance through their network. Um, and they tear apart movies and rewrite them. Um, there's a little of everything on their, on their network. So definitely check them out. It's, it's a lot of fun. Uh, since you were talking about podcast networks, I will just say, give a quick shout out to honorable mention to the podcast network. Um, cause I, I did listen to a lot of true crime. Oh, and yeah. And they do serial killers. They do cults. They do, uh, haunted places. Um, uh, unsolved murders, true crime stories. And lots of, lots of cool true crime stuff. Nice. Yeah. I say we do pucked, uh, 2018 without pants. Oh, absolutely. In. In like Flynn in a bin. Absolutely. All right, my number two. Um, I fell in love with stand-up specials this year. And the two that I rewatch over and over again, because they are so brilliant, are actually two, from two um, Daily Show correspondents. Okay. The first one is Hassan Minaj's Homecoming King. Yeah, I like that one. Brilliant. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Not only is, is it just funny, it's all get-up. The, the flow that he wrote it with from beginning to end tells a complete story incredibly well written he's just funny he's a good he's he's really good um and then the other one which literally just came out a couple weeks ago is michelle wolf's nice lady she I haven't is, seen that yet i love michelle wolf <laughs> michelle wolf is is she's not a regular correspondent she's kind of like she comes on about as often as like lewis black does um tiffany haddish is okay tiffany haddish's stand-up was okay i liked her much better in girls trip I yeah girls trip was really good what's what's her face uh the one the goblin one i like her Oh, uh, uh, along, uh, Eliza Schlesinger. Yeah, I like her a lot too. She's great, but she just didn't have any actual stand up specials come out this year. Yeah. But her we, last three have been phenomenal. Yeah, we watched the Haddish ones, the wife and I. They're okay. Um, they're not up there for me, but. Yeah, but uh, I definitely say if you, tonight, go on Netflix because they're both on there. Watch Hassan Minaj's Homecoming King and watch Michelle Wolf, Nice Lady. Is you Michelle will, Wolf's on there? Yes. Okay, we'll have to watch that. It, it's also on Plex. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, those are my number two. Cool. Yeah. Uh, well, my number one, obviously, since since I haven't talked about it yet was Last Jedi. And granted, it's, 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 um, I've only seen it the one time, but for me, um, there's a couple reasons why, uh, it's up there for me. The main reason is the direction they're going with Star Wars. I like Ryan Johnson. Basically what I was talking about earlier, my number one story from before was the fact that he's going to do a new Star Wars trilogy. Um, I I like being able to honestly I just like being able to talk about Star Wars, then go to the movie and be like, huh, that went a completely different direction, right. and and actually be okay with it and yeah. not be up in arms. I got to write a blog and tell everybody why I'm not a Star Wars fan anymore. Like I'm not a Star right. Wars it's fan. Not, it's not like uh, uh, James and Bob Strike Back. Yeah. You don't have to go to MoviePoopShoot.com. I'm, like, I'm not I'm not a Star Wars <clears throat> fan. To make predictions and to say what I want out of a Star Wars movie. I can say it all day, but if I don't get it, I'm not going to throw a fit about it. Absolutely. For me, I love The Last Jedi. I, I, I love the direction Ryan Johnson went. I can't wait to see what, uh, uh, JJ does considering right. what Ryan Johnson did yep. to counter what he did in The Force Awakens. Exactly. And I think it's going to be a blast, an absolute blast going forward. And for me, um, the other thing I have to say, and this is another sentimental thing, is every year when it's in December, I get my friends together. We get the pizzas. We get the beers. Yep. It's your birthday. We, we get to, we get to hang out, 
be geeky, go to the movies together, and then sit down and do a podcast together. And that's and that's one of my favorite parts of the year. So um, for me, Last Jedi is is my number one. So awesome. Um, I kind of cheated with my number one. They forced some of the comedy. Take your puns away from here, sir. Considering. Continue. Um, I kind of cheated with number one because it actually isn't due until 2018. Mm. But I will say the best filmmaking that I've seen this year is the Black Panther trailer. Okay. That is my number one, is the Black Panther trailer. Can I just tell you? Uh, really quick, before you just. No, go ahead. The, the, the directing is brilliant, the acting looks brilliant. And. What I love is, and this really started with um, Logan and um, Suicide Squad when their trailers first came out, and they started using actual songs yeah. to get. And they, and these trailer creators are picking the perfect songs. Yeah, and Black Panther is wow. Yeah, I, I, one of the maybe maybe we do this next year, but um, kind of a looking forward thing. But that's that's kind of. That's by far the top of my list for 2018. Yes, is Black Panther, and I can't. I don't think I've been more excited for a movie outside of Star Wars um, than after I saw that trailer. I've seen that trailer 25 times, probably. Yep. Um, part and of it's this, the music, it's the direction. And considering Ready Player One is coming out, and that's still on top of your list. Yeah, I mean, Ready Player One, great. I teach the novel, awesome. I can't wait. It's still Steven Spielberg. I want to see Black Panther, yes. <laughs> and I can't wait. So yeah, there's not one weak part of that trailer. No, absolutely not. All right, man. That's so, brilliant. so we did it. We did. That's our 2017 in review. Nice. Um, we definitely want to hear what you guys think. Um, so if you weren't in the live chat with us and were able to talk with us, please tweet us, text us, tell us what you think, and uh, and we'll definitely uh, talk about it in the next year. Yeah, exactly. All right, man. So, um, next year, I think what we do at the end of this is is do a looking forward. I think we're obviously we're both looking forward to Black Panther. There's a lot of unknowns for next year, obviously for um yeah. where they're going Marvel wise and and stuff like that. I mean, not next year, but you know. No, I'm I'm really looking forward to to uh, to hearing what um. <laughs> Thanks, Keen. <laughs> uh, yes, Keen definitely hit number one. Um, was uh I'm looking forward to what we were just saying. Keen uh, threw me off. Um, what? Looking forward to what? What are you talking about? What we? What did Black you Panther. say? Black Panther, and then. Oh, we're saying next year we'll, we'll uh, when we do this show we'll could do a looking forward. Oh, because I was talking about the Fox merger and all that other stuff is that up in Flex and and Marvel, not knowing what's happening with Marvel. Oh yeah, I I can't wait to to hear what Feige announces for Phase Four. Yeah, and I think that's um there's gonna be a lot of announcements I think at the beginning of next year that we're gonna get excited <laughs> about. So, all right, man, uh, Red, we all look forward to that. <laughs> I'm gonna do that later. <laughs> All right, so are we uh, are we done, buddy? We're done. Let's do the outro. All right, so thanks for tuning in to The Usual Podcast. If you have comments or questions, you can find us at theusualpodcast.com. Email us at theusualpodcast at gmail.com. And we're on Facebook, Google+, Pinterest, Instagram, Twitch, and YouTube. Uh, find us on Twitter. I am at Darth Pops, and Will is at IMO Griggs. Uh, we're on all your favorite uh, podcatchers, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and all that. Um, so like us, tell your friends. Tell us if you like the show. Follow us on Twitch. Do, do all the things. It's fine. Um, if you want to support the show, you can uh, buy merch at teespring.com slash usual podcast. We also have audibletrial.com slash usual podcast. You can get a free audiobook on us. Um, there's um, more than you even know to choose from. <laughs> if you want to get your money's worth, br- grab something from Brandon Sanderson or Game of Thrones, something like that. It's 50 hours of fun. 
<laughs> Let's go with that. Um, and also, of course, uh, you can literally give us money, uh, patreon.com slash usual podcast. If you give us a buck or two an episode, uh, we will do, uh, we have trailer time. We have, uh, early access to the shows and any other Bloopers. goodies, um, and blooper reels and that kind of thing. So lots of things to do. Um, if you give us money and if you don't give us money, that's okay. We still like you. Yeah. You're all right. Let's not get carried away. <laughs> anyway, my friend, uh, let's 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 get out of here. Last show of 2017. Absolutely. And uh, heading out of 2017, heading into 2018, I want to make sure y'all have a fun. Oh, by the gods, have a fun. And we'll see you all in 2018. Peace. Thanks, guys, for being in the room. Chat yeah. room. Josh yeah. just texted me we were lame, so he obviously tuned in. I'm going to just text him F-U. <laughs>